0: here we go. Uh, hello, welcome along to Football Thunders, episode 28. It is becoming a saga, believe me. Uh, and on the, this episode, uh you by Let Us Talk, the football uh, football charity, uh, playing football to raise money for mental health. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Finchie about that in a minute. And of course, the Proper Blokes Club, walking to help uh, men with their mental health. Uh, Finchie, let us talk. You've got a game confirmed, I understand. We have two games confirmed. Uh, You're assistant so-
1: manager, is that right? Well, I mean, loosely put, yeah. yeah so say, our, our first Lucy? game <laughs> we our first yeah. game is on the 30th of January. Um, the opponent hasn't been confirmed yet, but we definitely are playing. Uh, it's at Meridian in Cholton. So if you're in the area, 30th of January, we'll be playing there. And uh, on the 11th of February in Whittam in Essex, uh, we have a, a match in the Infinity Cup last 16 against Whittam Town. February 11th, three o'clock kickoff. It's one Park of those Football cup Club. competitions that goes on forever and ever. Well, we're in the last
0: 16, so hopefully... Well, no, it's an fin- Infinity Cup, you see. It, it's forever ah, and ever. That's enough hey, that already, come it. on. Uh, joined tonight, of course, as usual, by Dan Finch, who this evening will be known as Finchy. Uh, simply because we've got another presenter, another guest with to another presenter with this evening. Uh, no Ryan this week; he, uh, he can't be with us, but uh, he sends his love and his, his, uh, his uh, you know, bad behaviour. But we do have Dan Gray, uh, Snuffles as he's known. But Dan, how are you doing, Dan? You're all right? Yeah, not bad. How are you, Pete? I'm fine. Now, in the interests of independence, we're all Charlton fans, the three of us, which is why there will be a slight Charlton leaning this evening, tonight's show. Uh, we're going to look at uh, the current transfer window uh, where Charlton have so far succeeded in signing uh, South Korean striker, Dan, what was his name? Fooking No One. That's it, Fooking No yeah, One. Yeah, good uh, like, no one. And uh, um, Newcastle have started their um, uh, spending spree. we We'll look at that in a minute. Uh, that'll be the first thing. And then we're going to go on to the Charlton things. We're going to look at Charlton's current season. Uh, what do we think of Thomas Sangard so far? Uh, and also, um, yeah... Uh, And and, uh, I think, um, uh, what do we need to sign in the window as well? So just mark your cards for that. Um, And uh, we're going to find out our favourite Charlton players. uh, Finchie and I have got to, we're not allowed to go for our usual, which would normally be Leon Cole and I would go for Yang again. So we'll have to go, we're having to go in a different direction this time. So we've got to pick our next best player, Dan. Finch, that is, and then our worst Charlton player. I mean, that one is so easy, it's unreal. And then, right at the end, Dan will be bringing us, Dan Finch will be bringing us
1: shithousery of the week. Dan, can you describe what shithousery is? Shithousery is uh, either an incident or something that happened that will make you laugh, (laughs) and maybe something that maybe shouldn't have happened. Something like Barry Bannon. Being shithoused in the
0: corner of the pitch by a Charlton player and doing himself an injury whilst trying to get the
1: ball back. That was shithousery, wasn't it? If you, if you haven't listened to many of the podcasts, <laughs> some of our shithouseries so far, we have uh, David Ochoa, uh, doing a, a lap of a stadium in America, clapping the fans after winning. After clapping the opposition fans, yeah, good after man, his we like side, that one? Had no shots in the game, but had won a penalty shootout. <laughs> uh, the Benfica fans, um, for trying to send their manager back to Brazil virtually by moving his head for every retweet they got on Twitter. How are they getting so, on with it? Um, Do we know? I think he's home. He's made it his... home
0: now, I'm like, that's good to hear. That, that, uh, that.
1: and then this week, we have another one joining them alongside, um, short was it Shoreditch FC, the non league club that spelled out the initials, uh the opposition was shit or whatever it was. Yeah. So we've got some, got some nice lists going on.
0: That's good, that's good. Uh, so that's shit, we Let's look at the current transfer window. Deals that have gone through. I mean, the the, the one... Well, I say the eye-catching. Kieran Trippier uh, has gone to Newcastle from Atletico Madrid uh, for £12 million. Not a big surprise to anyone, do we think?
2: Not really, no. Absolutely not a surprise.
1: I think he's... Uh, Solid, solid, solid player, isn't he? England international, as, as, <laughs> as much as Ryan often comes on here and says Newcastle have got no hope in hell and the rest. As I've said before and argued with them, I think they go down, but I think they've got a chance. And signings like Kieran Trippier, they're going to Is, give them every chance they're going to have. If they're going to stay up, it's because they're going to bring in people like Kieran Trippier. Uh, do we do we know of any gossip about with regard to who they're looking at next? Do, so was... there's a centre-back from Lille, Um Sotman, Scottman, something like that. Yeah. Know obviously, who won the French League last year. Still in the Champions League uh, next day. I think it's Chelsea they've got. But they're having some financial issues. Uh, and one of their best players is uh, Sven Boatman, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, and he's linked with Newcastle. And Todd Cantwell from Norwich. Is also I saw the league. Todd Cantwell one, yeah. Uh,
0: Spurs are after Adama Traore. We discussed Adama Traore, didn't we, the other week? When we, I think we just described him as a greased-up... Um, Player, I think it was, was
1: actually on a on our whatsapp so it, was, it actually, was on our whatsapp yeah should we should we cuz
0: we we're, we're not convinced he's that good are we that was the overriding feeling i got about adama traore trial he's, rate. he's, he's too mentioned. quick he's he's just quick isn't he he's, he's just quick mentioned. and that's all he's got there doesn't seem to be an end product with him he's he's built like a fridge yeah he felt like
1: uh, yeah yeah and, yep, yep, and he yep. can shift and and i mean if that's what you're looking for in <sighs> a, in a wing back then fine but for me i want my wing back to be able to Defend and then go forward. If you're going to play that kind of wing-back, go forward and do something. And he played yeah. against Man United and he just ran. And then he'd get to the edge of the box and go, oh, bollocks, now what? And then, okay. all back.
0: Okay, back to Newcastle again. Uh, they're keen on uh, Issa Diop uh, from West Ham. Also, uh, they're looking, because Cannon Wilson's out for a bit, Divock Origi and Dominic Solanke, possible signings. Um, Solanke's come to life a bit this year isn't he whereas previously he'd been a bit crap and uh, Divock just scores important goals in Champions League games for Liverpool doesn't he that's, that's what he does Divock Origi
1: I think would be a, a fantastic signing for, for Newcastle I think well, he's he- one of those players that hasn't been given he's kind of a meme because he I think he didn't he go to from Liverpool, he went on loan to Germany, believe it was, and <coughs> barely scored all year. And they said he was woeful. But as you yeah. said, he scores big goals for Liverpool. And what do Newcastle need right now? They need big goals. goals. They need it, big, important goals. Would that? I mean, would he, he might not be
0: prepared to make that move from New, from Liverpool to Newcastle? So is that a possible loan deal? Possible?
1: Well, Sky are reporting that Newcastle are trying to do a lot of loan moves. I think in that defence that if we stay up, we can turn it permanent. But the player has the right to turn around and say if you go down I'm, I'm going to stay where I am actually
0: yeah I mean that's that's the thing uh, the other deal uh, the loan Barcelona to Aston Villa Philippe Coutinho uh, uh, the former Liverpool um, oh, difficult it's number 10 sort of he's, a 10, isn't he? he's a 10 isn't he so yeah, he's I think a Villa. A he plays a- Grealish now haven't they that's what they're yeah. trying to do there
1: he's a man who's lost his way because Barcelona signed him to try and make him a man that he's not they wanted they wanted an eight, didn't they? They wanted someone to replace Iniesta. Yeah. Uh they replaced him with Cortinho, who was never that, never that player, never that deep. Um he's he- he's had his injury problems. He's almost 30. However, he's going into a club managed by a man that played alongside him, knows what Cortinho needs to to play. So if he's gonna get so if he's gonna go somewhere and it's gonna work for him, why not be Aston Villa? Go play under Gerard. And it's not like Villa have a bad squad around him. He's going to be feeding Danny Ings. Uh, he should. Fingers crossed for him. Be good because I thought he was a very
0: good player at Liverpool. He's a great player at Liverpool. I thought he was great in that um, in, in, in that that, that position. Um, uh, do we expect any major deals um, at all in next anything anything any really big ones? Other than, uh,
1: Do you see any big names moving in this window? I expect Tottenham to be busy. Big names is. Obama Yang is the only big name I'd say keep an eye out on leaving. Where do you think he's going to go? Oh, I don't care anyway.
0: I don't think Arsenal in, they in all, care.
1: In all fairness, Barcelona, because Barcelona. I don't. I think he could go. He's in his thirties. They're trying to get him out. I don't think Arsenal are going to want a big pay, uh, a big pay a payday to, to get rid of him. I think it will be. 10 15 million, which Barcelona can afford. It's just more about can they move the wages to bring him in? Um, and if worse comes to us Newcastle, why not?
0: <laughs> now, while, while we're on Barcelona, they made a signing last week, but they can't register him as a player yet.
1: They, they have now, oh, they, they have now, Coutinho on. yeah. Okay, now they've moved
0: Coutinho on, they fine. Now they've moved Cortino, and, and Charlton have been doing this this week because they sent Harry Arta back to Nottingham Forest, which frees up a space for an other to come in. We'll talk about that in a minute, I think, uh, about who that possibly could be. Uh, any more transfer? Any any rumours, Dan, at all? Uh, Dan, Gray, or Finchie, any of you heard any rumours for transfer-wise in general?
2: It's gone. Not heard anything off the top of my head, no. Not at the moment.
1: It's gone very quiet, hasn't it? I think we're at that early point where it's there's not a lot. There's Watford have been busy with a few players that I've never heard of, as they usually get up to. Yeah. Um, Again, Aubameyang, but you kind of see the, the the sad thing is you see the same kind of rumours, don't you? There'll be Aubameyang, Man United will be linked to someone, heartland will be linked to every club under the sun. Yeah, yeah. But uh, about... Even though he, he's not going anywhere, I said as I said, the big one for me will be Aubameyang. Um Maybe Jesse Lingard, wouldn't be surprised if it's towards the end of the window, talking of a um, Tottenham apparently are interested in him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't Because get it. I mean. If, Well, right-back's not good enough as it is. Why not bring in someone who's worse? And the only other one that I found interesting was Lucas Dinier has apparently had a complete meltdown with Rafa Benitez. Now, in my opinion, I don't know if you two agree with me, but I think uh, Lucas Dinier is one of the best left-backs in the Premier League. Um, Chelsea have lost Ben Chilwell for the foreseeable future. There you go. There's your left-back in waiting.
0: Newcastle were interested in Dignay. They were going to do a Sean Longstaff uh, swap deal, but Dignay said, I don't want to go to Newcastle, which is something that I'm expect you expect. I don't want
1: Dignay if I'm Everton Eagle.
0: <laughs> no, no, Newcastle, <laughs> no, Longstaff, you don't want. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Longstaff. Yeah, Longstaff. Oh, my so, bad. But, but, uh, but Dignay didn't want to go to Newcastle, apparently. That's the, the rumour, uh, doing the rounds. Um, I've seen some very bizarre Charlton rumours today. I haven't seen any. Have you not? No.
1: Either. I haven't seen a single uh, one.
0: Come on to the forums and
2: oh, that's why uh, right. you're looking at forums.
0: Yeah, you're I know, at, I like... know, but uh, there's a certain player at Birmingham who can't last ninety minutes. Oh, yeah. the UK. Uh, oh yeah.
2: no, I saw that one. I did and see then, that one.
0: and there's also a Lyle Taylor one doing the rounds. Yeah, Lyle Taylor can fuck off. Yeah, about that. Uh, what's your attitude, uh, Snuffles on Lyle Taylor? Because I don't think he should ever come near the place.
2: Um absolutely great. Um what he his attitude uh towards what he did to the club but when he left. Um I certainly wouldn't want him back the absolute snake. <laughs> I yeah, that's yeah.
1: You can be stronger than that. We are, we, yeah. we are the way you <laughs> leave, we, we had a part that we were talking the other week about. Ryan brought up Chris Solly in a debate of right backs, Cholton right backs. Uh, no. And we both said no, no matter what he did for us playing three hundred games, the way he left means that he's done. Yeah, he's he, done he's done.
0: I actually ignored him when I was at Ebb Fleet with him.
1: <laughs> I, <didn't>,
0: I hardly <laughs> spoke to him. Whereas when I was there with Laurie Wilson, we got on like a house of fire. But Chrisley doesn't get on with anyone anyway. That's besides the point. Uh, right, that's the transfer window. I'm trying to think. Uh, there was, I saw something. Oh yeah, let's go. Man United. Phil Jones made his first appearance in two years earlier in the week. Looks solid. And he looked solid, but uh, yeah, the fans were singing his name. He got very emotional at the end of the game. After the game, very emotional uh, because and uh, it was great. We wish Dan was sharing uh, pictures, the usual pictures of uh, Phil Jones's face, <laughs> <laughs> facial expressions, which is fairly standard. But yeah. he's a, he's one of those. Def, he's, he's he's not the greatest defender, but what you'll get hundred percent commitment out of him, won't you? And I just and w- Matt, and Man United yeah. had nobody else available. Um, that's how he's got his game, and
1: he's done all right. In honour to Ryan, as Ryan's not here, I'll drop the... his. He likes to have a moan about people <laughs> on TalkSport. So I'll drop his weekly TalkSport stupid comment. Go on Jim in, White uh, on uh, TalkSport said he thinks Phil Jones is going to the World Cup. So, well done, Jim. <laughs>
0: Well, Jim White is a Scotsman, and and what he would know about World Cups is because they've not been there since the since 1986, 1990, or whatever it was. Uh, Jim White and what he knows about football and World Cups, he can go shove a sausage it, up his ass. Is
1: it bad that I'm giddy that Wales and Scotland have to knock one of each other out for a World Cup? This happened. So either, either way, we get to laugh at one of them, and I don't know which one it is. This
0: happened for the '86 Mexico World Cup. They both had a playoff. They got in. The last game was Wales against Scotland, and whoever won that game went to the World Cup. Um, the Scottish, the Scotland manager died before, during the game. Literally, died. Jock Stein died at the game. And Scotland got through, and Alex Ferguson took them to the World Cup, and promptly dropped uh, Alan Hansen from the squad. Liverpool's captain, he went went down like a pork sausage at a bar mitzvah. That, did I tell you? But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, Charlton, uh, we're all three of us Charlton fans, and Ryan's not here, so we're um, we're unleashing ourselves for for uh, what could be uh, the next was for the next West. Best part of the rest of the show, uh, talking about all things Charlton. Uh, let's sum it up so far. Absolutely crap start of the season. And I don't think there was anyone that didn't think that Nigel Adkins didn't have a clue what the fuck he was doing. Uh, and and when Adkins was relieved, uh, well, Johnny Jackson came in as caretaker for the longest caretaker manager in history. Uh, and everyone could see he was the right man for the job. Uh, finally got the job. And since then... Well, it's... Well, Dan, come on, fitchy
1: oh, Just to put out there, Carol Fry is the longest part-time manager in Charlton history. <laughs> is, he, is, he,
0: is he? He's no. <laughs> lovely he, bloke. He, he
1: was part-time manager for about six months.
0: He was lovely fella, uh, really nice fella. Got on well with him, but... Uh, At no stage was he, uh, even when he was, when Jose Riga was doing team talks and tactics and stuff, you would want the assistant manager to be stood beside him, wouldn't you? But in the pre-pre, it'd be in the studio with me chatting football and stuff. So uh, he never took part in any of those tactical discussions. And as an assistant manager, still not worked out what he was doing under Jose Riga because he didn't do a lot. So I'm mystified how he got good in the suit, didn't he? It's unfortunately he didn't have a clue what he was doing on the pitch, so so all right. So Jose Riga, the longest caretaker manager, although he was officially called the caretaker, he was the manager. Let's be honest, manager. He was the manager. Uh, So yeah, Johnny Jackson. So Dan, yes, Vinci.
1: Yeah, so I, I was just going to say, if you don't mind, I'm going to take over the first bit of this. That's, okay well, that's fine. Yeah, because no, I'm, um, I'm, so, so, you've seen more than me. So, I mean, I'm, I've not seen a lot this year, really. So what I was going to do is I'm just going to get the squad up, the squad list up, kind of go through some of the players. Yeah, go on. That I feel that, you know, I need to mention um, for, for positive and for negative. Oh, so we'll right. Start, I was going to say,
0: yeah, 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 we'll, yeah.
1: We'll start uh, with in goal. I, I genuinely think we have one of the best keepers in the league. There
0: were a people when he first started the season that were a little bit like, well, he's a
1: bit, he's a bit marmite, wasn't he? But um... yeah, I want to know where they are now.
0: <laughs> yeah, go
1: because on. I, I don't think they're there. I think oh. he's. I did feel sorry for him because we were conceding a lot. And <laughs> I didn't think it was his fault. No, we had we'll a defense get, that couldn't we'll defend. We'll get to the defense we? in a minute and a manager that's clueless. But uh, you know, I think he's. There's a, there's as much as you say, Scotland aren't great. There's a reason he's in and around the Scotland squad because yeah. Scotland, the Scotland do actually have some good keepers. It's all they have good, but they have good keepers.
0: It's unusual
1: because you yeah. don't normally Scotland have anything but keepers. He's, he's another one that he's pulled off some saves this year in big moments. So we, granted, we don't have many points, but the points we do have, I think, largely come in in thanks to him
0: yeah we're in the we're on the we're on the right half of the table now p- compared to where we were before Adkins got the um the old spanish fiddler
1: yeah so we'll move on to the right side because dan um so we we have an opinion here and i, I think it will be the same as you chris gunter okay. does he does he also give you vibes that you might have a chance to play professional football
2: <laughs> um how how do I say this without without? you, oh, know, you can say it however. No, you want
0: can want. say however you want. Don't don't hold back. Don't hold
2: back. We've never <laughs> held
0: back on this podcast. The
2: the, the guy gives me the ump.
1: Every- <laughs>
2: right, right. He gives me the ump.
1: It's terrible. I've never seen someone so when he was because he's so beloved by White, the Welsh fans, isn't he? Mm, when yeah. we signed him, Chol's timeline was taken over by Oh, he's record cap. He's so good. Are Wales that shit That he's their best defender <laughs> I don't think he's that not even the, He's not even the best Wealth right back that we have
0: and Unless they say unless they say, For God's sake keep the ball over the other side of the pitch we
1: just... <laughs> Well Gareth Bowers on the other side of the pitch Exactly
0: get the ball over <laughs> there Let's make sure the
1: ball don't come near Gunner uh,
0: And that way he's not going to get exposed For the absolute pony that he is Yeah, Alleged, Allegedly all right. Mo- moving on from Gunther. So do we need a replacement for Gunther, ASAP? So I- I'd argue no. We need an Adam Matthews to be fit. Agreed. Yeah, but when's Adam right. Matthews back and he's and how much more has he's he got back. in his legs? How much more has he got in his legs? This is my well, thing.
1: With the way that Jacko plays with the five, as much as I'm not giant seeing his biggest fan. Yeah. He's shown that he's adequate to play there. Blackett Taylor has shown that he's adequate to play there. Under Jacko, when Gunter's played, he's played centre back, which is frightening, frankly. Okay.
0: <sighs> Carry on. Keep... <laughs> this is Ben's... He's been itching to do this criticism of the squad for I, I don't know how long. I'm... <laughs>
1: you can just see. And then we're yeah. on to um, a Wembley hero. <clears throat> in a, in I think the only one left, more or less. <clears throat> well, he, might, he might genuinely be the only one left. Oh, Purrington. One... <laughs> per... Ben per... I think Forster Classic <throat> might have been on the bench. But Pierce as well Oh come on Pierce Oh plays. yeah Pierce he played per- Off the bench Off the bench per- Purrington Is You said it earlier on Pete Chalk and cheese mm. And uh, Marmite mm. Purrington Splits opinion I'm very interested Dan What's your
2: opinion On Purrington Because yeah, Mike's I'll, changed I would definitely say He's definitely Marmite Definitely definitely Marmite I mean I, I He Has a tendency to burn Sort of Be hot and cold like some kind of he can be, you know, have a really good game, you know, do everything right, and then it just basically crumbles. The next, so it, it is, it's very, very hot and cold.
1: I think he's <laughs> for me, he's a he's not a modern day fullback, is he? He's a very no. he's a defensive left back, he'll do the defensive work, he's fine. Don't yeah. ask him to go forward, he can't. No, <laughs> so when we were in the championship and you need that step up in class, he did struggle because he wasn't. A Jader Silva like left back, or but he's or Roy, a decent a League One. He's a decent oh, yeah. League One. He's, he's not fine gonna. For left
0: back. He's perfectly fine for left back at the level we're at at the moment. But if we were to get promoted, he's not what we need. We'd need to find I, a replacement.
1: I made a comment the other day, and I got a, a strange look. But I'm not sure if you two will understand what I said. I said, for League One, Ben a better left back than Papa Suarez. Yeah. For the Championship, Papa Suarez is better than Perrenton.
0: Yeah, because it's different. Um, yeah, and it's like uh, there's a player that might not be very good in the Championship, but can play quite well in the Premier League because it's a question that does happen
1: throughout. Soiree so is a defensive liability. Yeah. However, he can play football.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. But in, in Jacko's system, you're... is he not the better option? Well, you still have to yeah. defend. But, you, but you've got three defenders covering. Uh, so yeah, ideally, when you we want. Get,
1: hang on, we're going to get on to the centre back. Is there more covering?
0: emphasis? If you had a solid back three, would there be more emphasis on your left back to be soiree to provide more creativity down that left flank?
1: Possibly. But because, as I said, you can only be realistic to what you've got. And in my opinion, our best centre back is off holding his knee because he's been injured for months. Is that what I mean? or well, Sam Lavelle for me. Oh, Sam Lavelle, yeah. But sorry, Sam. in Sam Lavelle and Ryan Innes, we have had two defenders who have missed long-term. And Ryan Innes
0: keeps missing long-term. He's one of those bodies that... He's one of those players that Cheltenham sign that we sign and then we very rarely see.
1: But yeah. in Sam Lavelle and Ryan Innes, they're our best two defenders. They're the best two defenders we have. Sam Lavelle for 200k from Morecambe is a steal. Mm. That is a steal. He's quality. And we've missed them both since Sam Lavelle's last game, I believe, was, I I was Lincoln.
0: At, I think I might have been at one of his last games, but I've, I've seen him play once, maybe twice. So. I mean, he played
1: in Lincoln, I was there, and no one played well that day. So that doesn't, but I think that might have been one of his last games. Before so what about there. the other Innis,
0: central defensive options then? Innis is, Innis is, Innis is, my problem with Innes is he's, he's injured too much. He's but just,
1: again, he, when he's fit, he's one of the best, because there are other but, options... I said Chris Gunter plays there. I don't want to talk about Chris Gunter. Anymore. Jason Pierce. Jason Pierce. bless him. He'll throw his body into it, but his body is done. His body doesn't play football anymore. But if you're if someone's for a wrong goal and there's going to be someone turning his body on the light, it's going to be Jay. It's going to be Piercy. But yeah. he just doesn't look. He's been here with us a while. Five now? Five, six years? Russell no. Slade brought him in. It is. Yeah. did. yeah, yeah. yeah. it has been a while. Fucking Sam Woe. You go on. Is another Chris not another Chris Gunner? That's harsh, he's better than Chris Gunner, but he's either fantastic or dog shit. What, what are you doing? Yeah. And any person who watches a fair amount of Cholton will laugh when I say this because it's Akin Fanwise's favorite thing to do get the ball from the goalkeeper, bring it out, and then hit a 60 yard ball to the lino for no apparent reason. Oh, the Miguel Lera, like, yeah, oh, brilliant. He, he gets that a real velocity on it. The only problem is it don't stay on the field. It, it's a liner.
0: Oh, right. Well, Miguel Leras would normally boom out on the touchline somewhere. Or...
1: But he no. brings the ball out with such like, you're like, here we go, Atkins coming. He's going to... And, and every then, time you think this is the one... That he loves this is it. The one where he, there's going to be a day where he plays a pass and Washington's going to go and score from it. Yeah, We're but, two years in and it hasn't happened yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. So two it, years it, it, in and and we've not to.
0: we've not seen the worldie yet. It's coming. And when it, when it comes, it'll be an absolute worldie. I it um,
1: comes. I'll say it on this podcast.
0: So he, yeah, I'll oh, let I let
1: everyone know. Uh,
0: so he uh, pulled off a weldy. Is that? I mean, <laughs> how long do we know how long Lavelle is out for?
1: So Lavelle is back in training. Well, That's good no, news. He's not back in training. He's, he's Back rehab.
0: running. Right. He hasn't been near to him.
1: about he's he's just starting bulwark work, so you're probably still looking at a while. I'm assuming. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. Are there any other? Have, so,
0: have we got any youngsters coming through? We have, haven't we? We've got a couple of youngsters. Did did you come
1: did? on,
2: tell, tell us a bit about. I've never seen him play, so what can you say? you
1: take me? this one, Dan. I'll, I'll let you take it. Go go ahead. He's uh, I've only said again, he hasn't played that much, as he? He's played three starts in cups and the odd league appearance. Looks looks like he can read the game very well, but he's looked jittery. But I mean, who wouldn't at 17 18 years old making your first game? Yeah, we can't all be Joe Gomez, um, but. You can see there's a player there. His He reads the game. Uh, even if you watch the game against Gateshead, now Gateshead are a, a lower division side. Yeah, But you can see when there's an 18, for example, and I'm not hating the kid because I do think he, he has the potential, but Albie Morgan. He even now at 2021, 20, he goes missing in games because he's wandering and he's not, it looks like, although he's technically there, he's mentally
0: not. Can you now? Because when 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 Lee Bowyer started picking on him first, when I, I say you know started pulling him up and, and saying you know he's not ready because this, that, and the other, and is he is he still not learning? And and Jacko is probably of the same opinion. would you think of, of Albie Morgan? Well, Jacko, the...
1: Jacko has said he's going to send him out online this this window. His plan is to send out Albie Morgan out online, which tells me that he agrees.
0: So he'll go to a, a League Two side possibly and get get some football.
1: The thing is, he's a very talented player. Yeah, from yeah. what I from Alb, uh, if you look at when we won the playoffs, he didn't play in the final. He did in post semi final, and the one in, in Doncaster he was fantastic. The one at home he was okay. Mm. Obviously, he picked Prattley ahead in the final, which I'm not surprised about no. because Prattley a king, but. The- <laughs> Back to my, he is, it's just, it's not debatable. But back to my original point, the difference is, Deji, you can see that even though he's 18, 17, when he made his day, he's 18 now. You can see from his positioning and the way, when he receives the ball, he's very aware. His football brain is, his football IQ is. is good. It's good. It's it's definitely
2: a very, very mature brain. I mean, if you you look up and the way he plays and and looks, looks around and he's very aware of his surroundings and it's definitely, Mm. definitely.
1: Jacko's, Jacko's chucked him on a few times late yes. in games when we're 1 0, 2 1, up, 2 0, up. And to me, you don't chuck that person on if you don't believe he's got that. Uh, if you're not going to show up the defence, yeah. You're not going to so that. Gonna tells me towards. that Jacko thinks he's good
0: enough. So, And from what I've seen, I agree. So, do we need to sign a defender in this window?
1: Uh, so, I don't think it's a must, but it's very dependent on. Fitness
0: and when Lavelle's back, if, if Lavelle's a
1: few weeks off, because you say Lavelle and Innis for me would be our starting two with no, Fanwell. I'm writing well, Innis off, on, no, I'm on. writing Innis off on. because no, because yeah, he's get there. Hold
0: on, he's about as much use as a chocolate teapot because he's always breaking yeah, down right, injured. Let me get there. He's a
1: fucking croc So then, if Innis isn't fit, then I play Fanwell, right? Because I think Fanwell, as I said, hot and cold, when he's good, he's brilliant, when he's crap, he's finding the linesman. Then you still have Pierce and Deji.
2: Yeah.
1: It's for the old head, Deji for... Yeah, one of those gets injured. One of those gets but, injured. But that's five centre-back f- options. Well, How okay. many teams have five centre-back options that, that can say that they will start in their league? Oh, right, okay. Fair enough. We'll Plus, move on. They seem to want to put Chris Gunner at centre-back. I
0: disagree completely. I'm still uh, writing in this off because he's just permanently injured and he gets himself. He'll play a couple of games and then he'll get injured again. And to me, that's the last thing we need. We've had too many players like that over the years and we need to move away. We need to sign players that can last 90 minutes. And in not, terms of... Uh, and can uh, put a string of games together rather than,
1: oh, I've hurt my toe. As we're talking about injured players, uh, some people are forgetting that with Harry Art gone, Jake Foster-Casky's back at training. He's back... Is he doing ball work now? How far is he? Yeah, he's back. He's back in training. I think he's still a long way off playing, but he's back in... He's more... He, he'll... He'll. Back end of the season, he'll be playing. Yeah, March, April. But we're
0: looking for him next, next, next season. Next he could be a, a huge part of, and a huge addition to that squad. Like a new signing, because we've not had him all year, have we? Well, I think mid... mid... Midfield is probably where I think we're at our strongest. Let's look at George Dobson because when he first Aww. when he first played when he was under Atkins he looked all over the shop to me. Uh, I the times I saw him I just thought, why have we bought this twat?
1: Essex
0: but King. but since uh, since since Jacko's come in uh, and things have uh, <laughs> fortunes improved, he's a different player, isn't he? Uh,
1: but it's a different role for him. Exactly. Uh, at- at- Atkins played that. Four, one, two, three, or. So, four, what three, role three. was he playing before? He was the base, what I was getting to. He was the anchor sat in front of the back four. Yeah. Now he's moved to more of a natural six slash yeah. four, depending on what you want to give the squad number two. He sits next to Alex Gilby and, and is the Hoover. Yeah. Rather than being the anchor that sits there and defe- protects the, the defense, because we have a three man defense. One of your centre backs becomes a sweeper and picks yeah. up that role. So, so he's now been given the six, which means he's a little bit further forward, can get involved, break up, play a bit earlier. Because a lot of the time he's ending up on the edge of his box, defending his box.
0: Yeah, just in front of the right, in right alongside the central Absolutely. defenders. At times. He, yeah.
1: He's a lot better, and especially with our midfield options. I said we've got Gilby and Elliot Lee who buzz around in front of him, but Alex Gilby is, I think, there's a rocket up his ass every time he plays football. Really? So George Dobson can just kind of sit there and and be the Hoover and just float about, pick up the ball. Which allows
0: those two players to bomb on and do what they do.
1: Gilby is, as I said, an energy bunny who's fantastic. (laughs) And Elliot Lee is uh, a beautiful human
0: being. Is he he the player that we've got to do everything we can to sign him at the end of the year? Yeah, at the
1: end of the year, I'd sign him now.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Get him done as soon as possible because he's one of those that I think if we don't sign him now, he carries on having the season he's had. He
2: Someone will else
0: is going to have him. Dan, what do you, what do you mean, Gilby? Let's know what you think about Gilby.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely solid. Um, some occasions, you know, he, he kind of lets himself sort of go a little bit, but yeah, other than that, he's 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 impressed me. Certainly, it's now with, you know, with Jacko. I mean, it's yeah, it's like watching a different player sometimes. So I was quite quite impressed. And it's quite,
1: uh, it's quite ironic because. When he came in at the beginning of last season under Bowyer, he came in. If you remember, during that weird stage when we weren't allowed to sign anyone, but we were for some reason allowed to sign him in Washington. Yeah, and he started. I think the first game of the season against Crew, got injured and missed a re- like three, four months. Came back in like the January and looked awful, and every Charlton fan was like, "I don't want him at that." don't want him anymore
0: yeah but you come back from a long-term injury like a three or four month injury you are going to struggle to get your well also
1: he was playing in if Charlton fans will know and probably Birmingham fans know Boia likes to play with two strikers and a man in behind or (coughs) yeah a man just off and he was playing Gilby there and I think Gilby looked a bit lost because if there's one thing you could say negatively about Gilby is he should score more than than he does that's something that he himself has said in, in, in on podcasts that I've listened to with him. Um, and obviously, Jacko, actually, to be fair, the credit actually belongs to Nigel Atkins because Nigel Atkins came in because he was froze out by Boyer towards the end of Boyer's reign. Came yeah. back in, played as the eight that he's in now and sprung to life, had a really good end to the season. So Sadly, cheers, Nigel. Got COVID over uh, the summer, missed the beginning of this year due to the, 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 the C-bomb.
0: Everyone, anyone who's worth anything gets COVID, let me tell you. I'm aware. I've had it twice. (laughs) So (laughs) have (laughs) I.
2: Have you not had it yet? You've got lucky. (laughs) Working in retail, you would have thought I would have done, but no. Man alive.
0: Well, it fucked my Christmas, is a technical term. Fucked my summer. Uh, Let's look at Ben Watson. Uh, Before we go anyhow, I'll just say Prattley should have stayed, Watson should have gone. That's all we need to say there. Pratley should not have been released. Uh, I know he's he's, he's like a, a suspension waiting to happen, but Ben Watson is just no. I'm I'm not having anything to do with it. No, 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 no. Dan, uh, Dan what do you think? Which one? Uh, well, you're <laughs> Finchy, so Dan. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, me. Every time I see uh, see Ben Watson's name on a team sheet, it it uh, heart it gives, sinks, doesn't it? Be, yeah. Is, and when I've seen him play games, and it's just, it just absolutely useless. I, I just don't like him at all. It's a waste of space.
1: The, I think the only positive for him. I mean, on this podcast, everyone that listens knows that I wax lyrical about my my hatred for the man as a footballer. However, I think with his experience, not as, not as a man, as a footballer, mm. can't can't comment on him as a man. I'm sure he's a lovely fella. I don't know. Um, he I. I He's always on the bench with Jacko and in a lot of conversations with Jacko and Yorli. So, so he's maybe having an minimum, input there. He's having a from off the field. He might have a very important role, which which may be why they kept him. But as you said, I'm sure Prattley would have offered the same thing.
0: So the wide players, Dan uh, or either of you, the wide players, Corey Blackett, Taylor, and um, Jay Me. I mean, they're playing slightly different roles now, are they? Or
1: yeah, I mean that they're all being used as. Wing backs? Wide wing backs. but So I'm a big fan of Blackett Taylor, but there must be a reason why he doesn't get minutes. Because he keeps coming off the bench a lot. And under Atkins and Jacko, And I yeah. wonder if it's because when we've seen him, he's burst of energy and scares the crap out of defenders. A bit like Anike in the Bowyer era, where you bring him on with half hour, he has more effect than if he plays. From the start. 50 minutes, I think when he's on the ball, that, uh, we've played Gillingham. Earlier on in the season, at theirs, the down at the, uh, the the caravan park, and, yeah, um, tip. <laughs> and uh, the tip, and the Pikers shit themselves every time he got the ball. <laughs> yeah, because he's just so direct. He'll get the ball and he just runs. Is it's what I want from a winger. Yeah. Where Jai see me is again. He's a very technical player, but he stops to skill up a person try a, a, a well, step you'd rather over. it do
0: just to get just, the ball to get the ball in there.
1: Your job as a wingman, as a wingman, whether it's a wingback or a winger, in that system, surely is to get into a position to get the ball in the box. Yeah. If you're spending five years doing a step-over and letting defenders get back in the box, when you have someone like James Stockley up front, frankly, if you're going to leave James Stockley one-on-one in the box, you see him one-on-one in the box, put the ball in there.
0: Because chances, the chances are he's going to
1: win it. The headmaster will win it. Um, the other one is uh Charlie Kirk. We've seen him about five times. He's had a tough old time since signing, hasn't
0: he? It's just not well, happened for him.
1: He's no. had a lot, he's had a lot of off field problems. And he yeah, lost I mean, his, his dad, th- his literally dad literally as he, signed for, he signed for Charlton, which has got to be a big um, thing. First time he's moved out of crew in his whole life, he's yeah. moved to London, he's lost his dad. That's it, that's two like life changing things happening so in the space of. A we week. may
0: be looking at Charlie Kirk to, to 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 improve next season or towards the latter part of the season, perhaps once he settles Maybe down a bit, because yeah. yeah, it does happen with to. players; uh, they can take time to settle. I've seen countless players really struggle. Once they settle in an area or, and they get settled down and they've got people around them, then things pick up, uh, and their and, uh, form
1: picks up. The other one is obviously Jonathan Leko. Yeah, go on. Who? Uh, I mean, he's probably our best technical player I'd argue but again in the system we use doesn't he's better I think as that second forward
0: yeah you have as an attacking a big... forward
1: yeah but maybe not directly up front more just off just off one yeah on the shoulders sort because of thing he's, um... he's not going to be the player that runs he's not a Connor Washington he's not going to buzz around the defence the reason that Stockley and Washington work so well is because Stockley's the, the big man that they watch and Washington presses and buzzes. Leeko's more that, don't let him have the ball because he will run at you. He's got he'll, the skill. He can shoot. take you on.
0: He'll take you on. He'll try and take a
1: defender on and have a shot. He's not a wing-back. As much as he's played there and done okay, that's not his strong. His strength yeah. is get the ball to him and let him cause problems. And
0: he's happy to be at Charlton. That's quite obvious from uh, his demeanour from when he signed and He's over the moon. Uh, the forwards, we've got a few injury problems at the moment, haven't we?
1: But no, we don't have any forwards.
0: <laughs> oh, we got Stockley at Washington, uh, and they're both. Davidson. Cro- and Davidson. Washington's
1: back. Davidson's getting
0: a bit of. I've noticed on Twitter he gets a fair amount of stick. Should I ignore those people? I usually well, do.
1: I mean, you should never ignore stick because he again, there's a lot of things said to, out there that are stupid. Yeah. Like, people that are if you're attacking him as a football fan, you're rebelling. There's no other way of putting it. However, in in my in my opinion on Josh Davidson, he is um how do, who, who did I compare him to I don't really know who to compare him to. He's got a big he's a big frame. John Marquez. Marquez because of the hair. No, you know what? A bit <laughs> like Josh McGuinness. Josh McGuinness. No, because Josh McGuinness could hold a ball up. He he's a big frame but can't the, the ball doesn't stick to him. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because he's working too hard, so he kind of has the frame but wants to run around. Yeah, and I think like you need to stick to one.
0: He needs to put his body about, use it, that body strength. You, are he's got. you
1: going to be the, buzz, the buzzing player,
0: or are you going to be the brute,
1: or but, are you going to be the brute? Because when James Stockley's up front with him, it's like he copies his partner. So if he's up front with Washington, he's buzzing around, and there's no one sitting. Then when he's up with Stockley, they're both just sitting, and it's like two trees. Yeah, it's like
0: you—you you can't you climb together.
1: Do, do what? There's not a natural partner for him. It seems like if he's not up front, if he's up front on his own, his best games are when he's been on his own.
0: Okay, all
1: right. And then obviously the last one to mention before we go is Mason Bursto.
0: Yes, uh, who's a friend of ours? His cousin. Yes, nephew. Nephew. Oh. That's it. Okay, we've discovered. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was probably at the wedding, I suspect.
1: Fantastic, <laughs> uh, fantastic youngster by the looks of him. Squared but a youngster, goals.
0: and he needs to be looked youngster, after a little but bit. He looks, he looks good. Yeah, he, he does seem to pop up with a goal, doesn't he, uh, when required. Well, looking at that squad, uh, Dan Gray, first for you. Where is obvious signings that you think would, would be worth looking at? Do we need, for example, do you think we need another striker to come in?
2: I, I think it, it would be silly not to. I think even if it, it's just there to, to add a bit more cover um, in case of any more injuries or, you know, any sort of persistent, you know, switch around as well, um, you know, I, I, I would just to be on the safe side, I think, you know, to someone just to go in there and, yeah you know, yeah. no out.
0: Yeah. Uh, Finchy, what do you think, striker-wise? Yeah,
1: I think it's a must. And I, Have you got I mean, anyone 13. in the frame?
0: Have you got anyone in the frame
1: that you would think? Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Cole Stockton at Morecambe. Yep. Good choice. Uh, I mean, a player that's doing it in this division did it last year, so he's done it multiple seasons. I think he would be the Jane Stockley rotational man. He, I mean, he's played against us this year twice and caused us havoc. Once, sorry, not just the once. Uh, with Morecambe, scored against us, uh, threw his body around. Big man, a bit of a nasty footballer, but you know you need that in our league. Uh, there's um, a guy at Doncaster, not Michael Smith.
0: Uh, his partner apparently might be up, up for grabs. Rotherham. Uh, Freddie Rotherham that's, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he
1: was the next one. Um, Again, a bit, bit of a big lad. Um, But again, fantastic goal record in, in our league. Been out of the Rotherham side in a while. Uh, sadly, came to the Palace Academy. Oh, never mind. mind. You can't have everything, can you? Yeah. Um, did really well for Plymouth in this league. Rotherham, been there a few years. and the minute, fallen out because, as you said, they've got Michael Smith. <coughs> um, either of them will do. I, th- I think we need uh, another man to replace Stockley if Stockley's not there, so that we still have a presence.
0: Here's a curveball for you. So, you go to a club who signed someone in the summer uh, on a free, and he's not playing much, and, and I don't know why. But Joe Piggott, because I've got a soft spot for Piggy. <laughs> he
2: I've, is playing I-
0: I've, but he's not. Yeah, I've got a soft spot for Piggy, and uh, I'd, I'd love to have seen him back at Charlton. And he would love to come back to Charlton. He's a big we, Charlton fan.
1: But we offered him a chance, didn't we?
0: Uh, well, the, 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 you're going to get more money at Ipswich, and that's, a, that's a, it's an easy decision to make, really. So
1: he's, a, so he's about money, therefore.
0: now? Most footballers are about money. More tough. Most you've footballers.
1: Made, you've, made, you've made. You've you've sold your seeds <laughs> now, Layneham.
0: Well, I just think I'd love to see him back. But yeah, no, that that's me. And uh that's beautiful. Macaulay bon, same. Uh no, I don't want to see Macaulay Bond. I wouldn't want to see him in in the rear end of a panto cow, let alone on a football pitch, to be honest.
1: He's gone back to QPR, hasn't he? He has.
2: Is he has he? He has.
1: Why? Has yeah, he been recalled or No, I think they're they're looking to sell him. As hmm. in proper sell him. So uh, who's looking to buy him? As long as it ain't us. It... So it's its switch are uh, the front runners but it's also believed that Sunderland are, uh, I'm sure it was Sunderland were right. chasing him. Because he's an Ipswich fan isn't he Mcaulay Bob? I mean because you know why would you want why wouldn't you want someone who misses open goals for fun? <laughs> they made him skipper for a few games for crying out loud. Yeah, because he scored a few goals and he was from Ipswich they Ipswich when we played Ipswich at the Valley he he made he made a lovely run and the line the flag went up and I'm telling you every side of the crowd including the Ipswich fans sarcastically cheered.
0: Okay, Because
1: uh, we all know he lives offside. Yeah. Okay, so does um, anybody else,
0: Dan, either of you, that signings that you think could happen or, or needed?
1: That that Lionel Messi fella's about, apparently. Yeah, I
0: don't think we're going to get him somehow.
1: No?
0: Uh, Mbappe's out of contract at the end of the summer. It'll do, isn't It'll it will do
1: it will do I mean yeah. what,
0: what we're after is we're after another European football of the year that's what we want really a Ballon d'Or yeah, I it? mean Lewandowski Lewandowski in a shirt. can you imagine that
1: Sergio Aguero <laughs> I know he's retired but if he could come out for half a game I'm sure he'd score some goals uh,
0: Christian Eriksen's trying to get himself back into football so uh, maybe we could ease him back so in you've just
1: you've just spent 20 minutes sagging off Ryan Innes because of, he can't stay fit and you're trying to have someone who just collapsed on a football pitch
0: <laughs> he's had lots of tests apparently he's good to go his
1: ambition is to play at the next World Cup. Well, my ambition is to be a millionaire. That ain't happening.
2: <laughs> Do we think that Alan Simmonson has got his boots?
0: <laughs> Alan Simmonson's would have been in kids' boots. The man was tiny.
2: Is he still alive?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, he came to the valley. and Because uh, uh, we used to get told... I used to get told on a Monday or Tuesday, you're interviewing so-and-so on Saturday. And we'd always be told on Tuesday that I'm interviewing... For, you know what players I'm interviewing was if there was uh, uh, someone reasonably famous uh, who was a Charlton fan that was coming to the club, but the the week we got Alan Simmonson, Matt Wright, who was uh, said to me, "I've got a good interview for Saturday." And we're going, "Well, can you tell us?" And he went, "No, no, no." He said, "Well, we need to do our research." He said, "You won't need any research for this at all." And we're thinking, "Well, it's going to be it's got to be Derek Hales or someone like that." And then we turn up. We'll and he do said, it
1: if he's free and all.
0: Yeah. And then we turn up, and he said, "Alan Simonson's coming." And I was like, Terry and I were like, "Wow!" And then uh, the door opened, and they let him in, and he was behind, and we couldn't see him. Literally couldn't see him. <laughs> he was behind the press, one of the press team, Gary, I think it was. And he said, "Alan, this is." And this little fella popped out. This tiny fella. I mean, I can't really describe how small he is. He's tiny. But what a talent. And a really nice fella. I think he's a bit bemused. He's in the studio with me and we've had to kick most of the people out of the studio because everyone wanted to be in there because they suddenly worked out who was coming in. So we've we've had to kick most people out now and not scare the poor fella. Tiny, absolutely tiny.
1: I remember you, he's scared enough, is he, really?
0: Isn't he? I mean, that's scared a lot of people. I mean, yeah, yeah. Jacko, the first time we interviewed Jacko, I've never seen a man so nervous. The first time we interviewed him in the studio, he was he was popping brick in it, but he relaxed and realised at the end that uh, he could use us for some of his wind ups.
1: <laughs> well, footballers don't like press, do they? So
0: uh, they don't. Yeah, no, I think that's the thing. Um, and, and at Charlton, live the thing, the issue we had is the players didn't know us from any from from Adam really, uh, and they were told we were Charlton. And but I think Jacko worked out we we're were right, and he and he started set. Having a word with the lads and and would set them up. We'd we'd always be we'd get a question from Jacko. We'd I'd find I'd, I'd talk to Jacko and say I'm interviewing so and so. Ask him about Helga, which is Laurie Wilson's pink mini. And ask, yeah, yeah, had yeah, a the pink mini. There's, there's a story about a pink mini. And um, he had white boots as well. He had white boots. And uh, uh but yeah, Jacko would always slip us a question. And you know, if we got Andy Hughes coming, he says no point. You're not going to get a word in edgeways. He was quite right. It's your power. Pure power. Oh, brilliant player. <laughs> uh, brilliant character as well. Absolutely loved by everyone at the club. Really good fella. I hardly dealt with him, but when he was at Bolton, we weren't turned up for a game. I was in the tunnel at Bolton, and he made a point of coming over and having a chat. Lovely fella. Right, let's move on from that. Uh, let's look at um, Thomas Sandgard, uh the sangard effect. I'll say out here, I think there's a lot of ego going on. His ego is quite large.
1: Yeah. and it's, um, I mean,
0: uh, yeah, I mean... F- you know, with the song, I was a bit, you know, and, and all this. But, um yeah. Just
1: put but, it out there. The song's atrocious.
0: It's not my cup of tea. It's more it's more Dan Gray's cup of tea, isn't it, Dan? In, I, it, I,
1: I don't I, mind that type of music. Before I, Dan answers, I don't mind that type of music. That's <laughs> shit, though. See, so um, I made it. <laughs> yeah, um Yeah,
2: I didn't like it at first, but I'm warming to it. But, yeah, it is a bit cheesy, I will admit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's... I, um I don't... I don't know if it's I don't like the song or if I don't like when it's played, how loud it's played and how often it's played. I don't need to hear it three times on a match day. Yeah. If you want to use it when the players are coming out at halftime to you know, give yourself a boner, Thomas, that's fine. <laughs> but frankly, I, it's not a good song. To hear like we win a game and I want to like I want to stand there and celebrate with the players and well the, yeah the upper north and all that. Like I games.
0: I <laughs> I complained I complained because there was a game someone wrote uh someone someone I just I was I was on a, on Facebook and it was a mistake going on a Charlton group on Facebook and I wrote uh, why ruin the atmosphere at the end of a game with that crap song and someone said why didn't you stop fucking moaning and I just went because I'm a miserable old fart. But for me, I think the best that that atmosphere at the Valley when Charlton have won, and you've got a packed crowd, you've got thousands and thousands in there. You can't beat that atmosphere, and you don't need to manufacture it with mu and ruin it with music. But let's, uh, but but uh, on the other side of things, on the football side of things, Sangard, what, how do you think he's done for us? He stabilised us, you know. It, I'm, I'm
1: going to make a comment that no one will like, and if this gets onto Twitter, which it will, and if people laugh at it, I'll get shit for. Come on then. There's nothing separating what he's done right now with what Matt South or Roland Duchatelet did at, their point, at this point in their tenure.
0: Okay, because um,
1: Roland saved the club from going bust. Yep, that people will argue that's not true. It was. It's been well documented. No, no. If, 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 if Roland hadn't club, come
0: in, we were going into administration. That's definite. Yeah. Thomas did the same thing. Just didn't like what Roland did when he got in, though. No, and but, how he ran things. No, no,
1: but that's what I mean. But as in,
0: and what a, cunt a he was. That,
1: that is a pure fact that you can't argue with.
0: No, I'm not going to argue it, but he put someone in charge of the football no, club. But
1: that's irrelevant it, yeah. from the conversation we're but having he, right now.
0: Yeah, but he put someone in charge yeah, of the football club
1: who had no idea. But that's not the point. <laughs> it's a big point to me. Yeah, but it's not the point that I'm making. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the transfer window came in. We sat around and did nothing for the vast majority of the window. The South Korean player coming in again. And then at the end of the window, we made desperate loan attempts to improve the squad. A la Harriata, a la Liam McGeady, a la uh, (laughs) Like the 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 transfer window, nothing's changed. We were promised some fun players. And we got youngsters who aren't quite good enough to make the team. And a bunch of loan players, okay, which happened under Southall, which happened under Roland. That were by also, the way, so hang on, hold on, hold on. That were that we that the Charlton fans were going mental at, and were shouting the owners this, the owners that. But and it's still South, going on. Southguard that does it, and it's oh, give him time, you know, he knows what he's doing. What's the difference?
0: I don't think Thomas Sanguard helped himself by the end of the season by saying basically we're going to rip League One a new one next year, and then not actually backing that up with anything, as such, for me and then um
1: i, I don't mean, want to hear then, from i
0: don't want to hear from the owner i want to hear from the players i want to hear from the manager i don't want to hear anything from the owner
1: he's do do you remember this is <laughs> something that i i mean i never really had a problem with i don't understand why it was a big thing do you remember the fan sofa at the valley
2: yeah how can we not forget the fan sofa i'm still having night
1: nine... i mean i mean it looked a bit silly i didn't see a big problem with it um i actually think what sangard's doing with the Charlton women team is worse. Mm-hmm. He's come, He's changing the women's team's name because he doesn't want to call them women, he wants to call them ladies. It ain't broke, don't fix it. There. If that was Roland, the stir that would happen, if that was, I mean, Southwood's a prick. But
0: yeah, yeah, think. yeah, that's a given, yeah.
1: But if they did it, the stir that would happen, just because they've done something. Yeah. But he can change, to, and people are going, oh yeah, but you know, he's putting some. other yeah care, to, to, be fair,
0: to be fair. To be fair, he's getting a lot of stick over that. Uh, from, he's been,
1: but you know, he's not. Bit if you look at the majority oh, of Charlton fans, I'm not yeah. giving him stick.
0: No, they're not. They're, he's getting a fair amount of the stick. He's from been other told places. by
1: he's you know, by other places, but not Charlton fans, which is my point.
0: No, there are no, there are Charlton
1: fans. There that are there are Charlton talking, fans. that are compare, jumping
0: up and down. Yes, but, but no, bit, I know they're not. They're the not throwing plastic pigs on the pitch. Under
1: Roland Châtelet. and again, I'm not sitting here arguing Roland was a good owner. But what yeah. I'm saying was, we people were getting up to because he he's been a cut a,
0: a lot of slack, is what you're Ro- saying. Roland
1: was given shit because someone put a sofa on on a football pitch.
0: Yeah, that was that was catchy and that was all Roland.
1: No, but that era, mm. people lost their shit because yeah, someone put a sofa next to a football pitch. People lost their shit about it, but women changing their football team name that the players and the management staff have all said we shouldn't do. He's doing anyway because he can. Hello warning signs yeah okay uh until he, my thing is sorry just to, i know this i've probably stole this more than i should have my thing is sorry. i'm not going to give you the, the 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 willingness of the doubt you have to prove to me that i should give you because we've been burnt too many times by and <laughs> by matt southall you're just going to walk in and say hey i'm here to save you that's not going to cut it for me come in and do it don't open your gob and not follow through which at the minute he's not followed through
0: Okay, Uh Dan, what do you think on um, Thomas Sangard?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to your to your point earlier. Pete is is when he said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna rip League One, and we, you know, we're gonna be, you know, top two or whatever it is." And naive it not worked well. It's not happened, and it's kind of yeah. It's a bit like you know blowing a balloon up and then suddenly just letting it go and it just deflates. It's just yeah. I, he, he, he is another Marmite person, very, very marmite. But what he's done to with the late, you know, the women's team, want to try and change it. I agree with, with with Finchie. I think it's disgusting, to be honest. It's Yeah.
1: You can't okay. you just I just don't understand I, I if you're going to slag off one person for stupidness, you need to slag off some of people for stupidness. For the same it's, level
0: of stupidity.
1: And as I said for me, I mean, yes, he saved the club, but as I said, so did Roland. Nothing says in three years' time we're not going to be back in under the same... I mean, he literally came to the first game at the Valley to play a guitar.
0: Yeah, that was... Yeah.
1: Again, like, prove to me that I should trust you.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm I'm saying nothing. <laughs>
1: it's best. It's best, it's best it's you it's say nothing, because I know I where it.
0: yours goes. And uh, <laughs> it, there are very personal reasons why I'm saying nothing um that's all i'll say
1: um right uh cliffhanger
0: <laughs> it's not <laughs> a cliffhanger
1: plays the eastenders theme tune because <laughs> <doom, doom>, <laughs>
0: i'm no, it's not going to get discussed um ever on this podcast i think uh, it has been already uh no it hasn't it hasn't i think I it has i don't think it has but anyway uh, favourite Charlton player of all time. Now Dan uh Finchie you, you cannot pick Leon Cole and I, I cannot pick Jan Kuhl again. So while we're uh thinking of ours, uh Dan, you can come up with your favourite player and you gotta tell us why. There needs to be a reason why.
2: Um I, I think mine's probably gonna be obvious. Um and it's Clyde Mandonka for me. Oh. Um the main reason is the ninety-eight final. Um I was there with my dad. I was only, I was only small, but I. Was you were knee skilled. eye to a grasshopper, weren't you? I yeah. Was there in Ninety-eight, yeah, and um, yeah, just just the, the skill of all three goals. I've said this all along, Dan. What have
0: I, what have I ever said about Mendonca's trick? Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. always yeah. said it.
1: Even me, like I was two, and and obviously wasn't there. I was off gallivanting around with my nan. You were. <laughs> but um, you did watch it again that night. Yeah, but I was two. Well, but you were sat on my knee. I was probably having a shit at the same time.
0: <laughs> uh, I was, I was having shits and giggles. I tell you, watching it, but you did watch it again. I made you.
1: But even like watching it now, you, it the sheer
0: class of the man is is evident, isn't it? Yeah, and as I argued, I think the other week that I said that um, had he not the in, injuries, um, the injuries were uh, astonished. The injuries he had were uh, were, were shocking and, uh, and 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 finished him.
2: Yeah, I yeah. agreed.
1: I think yeah, he's, he's always going to gonna be class, isn't he? Like, he's one of those players that will always be romanticised and every other player, every other person doesn't support Cholm will always say, well, his record was good, but no. But without him, that season doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, no, he was the missing like link. You,
1: you, you take Wembley out of it, that's... that. Season doesn't happen without he, him.
0: He was the missing link. The one thing we didn't have was a 20 goals a season goal scorer. We didn't have an out and out goal scorer at that time. And when we signed him, he, and Kerbs uh, uh, decided, went and signed him, he wasn't going to let him out of his sight. And and Kerbs and knew that that was the missing link and was excited. And yeah, he just, uh, as I said, just a, yeah, that's a very good choice. Anyone run it a close second, Dan?
2: Um, yeah. Pavel Abbott. I- um, I, I, I fell out of it. Andy Hunt I think for, and it was another, another um. one that was you know another player that was cut off in his prime um, mm. I think Great. he played I think Great Con- song. and he came off and we thought nothing of it and then they said that he he's
0: not playing again because of, of an illness. Something. Yeah, he had. Uh, yeah, he had just no energy. He had sort of an ME. But <laughs> the greatest, one of the greatest ever player songs in history of football. Yeah. So
1: I was about to say, if you're not a Charlton fan, do yourself a favour, go find the Andy Ann song. It's it's very simple. It's fucking brilliant though.
0: It's, it's yeah. and, and he plays up front, and his name sounds like a fanny, and I mean, just <laughs> fucking just just. As songs go, whoever whoever it was that come up with that, take a bow, son. Take a bow. Because but Andy Hunt, yeah, uh, it was ME he had. But he's, he now runs the Jungle Dome in Belize, which is uh does, yeah. Uh, with his, uh, his 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 wife is an ex MTV video present MTV presenter. And she's gorgeous, uh, obviously. She's a footballer's wife. Uh, but they <laughs> when he retired, they they bought this place in Belize and they've got the Jungle Dome and it is just paradise. He's out in the tropical, in the tropics, and uh, living the, the life, living the dream. Uh, taking Why not? He's deserved it. Taking people out on adventures and stuff, and yeah, it's the place is amazing. Check it out, uh, the Belize Jungle Dome. Andy Hunt, who played up front, and his name sounds like a fanny. Uh, <laughs> Finchie,
1: come on. Yeah, I mean, so I'm pro- I'm a decade behind Dan. Yeah. In terms of we're we're young whippersnappers compared mm-hmm. to the uh, the older man on on the show. So he'll Thanks. probably come up with a player that was during world war or sometime. So I've got, I've got two, uh, that I, I want to mention Hold on. the first one being the, the kind of goal scorer of my generation, Darren Bent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Pretty much the only player that I off the top of my head, apart from Parker when I was a little <clears> bit <throat> bit younger, that you know, paid for England while I was at Cholton. And I remember, uh, really strange I don't know why I went to Scouts um, and everyone was talking about Darren Bent and I just remember being like oh we played for <laughs> Like and I was young and I was like oh yeah Chelten player oh, yeah. and um, i am watch him every week getting that kind of feeling of people talking about your club your your player was was really good I mean good. just because he, he, he that, that time watching football as a kid we were shit but being able to watch Darren Bent just score silly goals was yeah oh so much so
0: much fun. You know the bowler beat through the and You just knew that it's going to be nestled in the corner of the net any second now. Uh, and he was just yeah. He and he was,
1: scored some ridiculous goals. And he, he
0: and unfortunately for us that season, uh, he missed about six or seven weeks with a knee injury. And I always say that had he not missed those six or seven weeks, um, and we hadn't had three managers, but we would have stayed up. Uh, to be season, fair, I
1: still, on a bit of a tangent, I still think if. Graham Pohl. Mmm.
0: Fulham we game. Beat, we beat Fulham. We beat Fulham. as the handball he gave against us. If we uh, beat Fulham, we,
1: there. We, I think we stay up.
0: And if Zhang had scored the goal at, um, at Man City when he had an open goal and he oh. missed it.
2: Yeah, I remember That's,
0: that. I was I'd there. All, uh, we were there. I'd already had an argument because all they had was meat and potato pies and no burgers. And Dan and I were really hungry.
1: i uh, really ill on the way
0: home because yeah, of the meat but, um, and potato pies. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that Fulham game, that handball decision was clearly a handball by the Fulham player, and Graham Pole gives it a Fulham the handball, and they go and score. That's that. That's that sits in the throat. That, that cost, that's...
1: because we, I think, if I remember correctly, we'd been on quite and par We just smashed West Ham at home. Four nil. I think. four nil. Just, and finished... they had curbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and we were on a really good run. of. I think we'd got a point at Liverpool.
0: Yeah, we done really well. We were playing well.
1: And we were, and we were getting out of it. If we win that game, I think if I, I researched it no longer, I'm pretty sure if we won that game, we would have gone level on points with Sheffield United. At that point, we we're in seventeenth. Yeah. And then we had a bit of a run, and it was over from then on. Sadly. Um, yeah. All because the referee can't give a decision right. Then again, I don't think VAR would have overturned it now because VARs. Fucking useless, I think VAR fucking would
0: have mate. seen. No, VAR would have turned it. wherever they used it to refer to their VAR would have overturned that without, without. Uh
1: So yeah, so um, Darren, Although, ben, I think you asked um, Snuffle. So I imagine you asked me the same. Chris Chris Powell, yeah, player again. When I was young, my memories of Chris Powell was you know this left back could defend and then the tunnel jumps.
0: And also Chris Powell when you went to interview Mark Kinsella, yes. Chris Powell came out and said, uh, where's your autograph book? And Dan didn't have one. And Chris Powell got a programme and then frog marched every first team player to the reception where we were waiting to come and meet Dan and sign the book. That was Chris Powell. That's top man. Yeah. I that
1: could man.
0: give you a hundred stories about that man. He, uh, um, um, my the, love for that man is just just knows the, no bounds.
1: The player, like mine and Rick N, as a kid, because when Chris Bow played kind for of England, for Cholton, I was five, six, seven. Then he went away, came back again. The tunnel jumps, nutmeg in Guardiola uh, for England at Wembley. Um, well, oh, I don't f- remember that. Hilarious.
0: That's, that's it happened in Nutmeg Guardiola.
1: Um, but that kind of thing. And then obviously, he came back as a manager and uh, gave me the best season as a Chelten fan I've had.
0: Will not have a word against Alan Pardew. Really cannot slag Alan Pardew off in front of Chris Powell. They're good mates. You won't. You won't have it. Alan Padre's a prick. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Chris. sorry, Paulie. sorry, sorry. Powell.
1: And then in recency bias, uh, I have a mad love for Darren Prattley.
0: You do. You do have an unnatural thing because about I. I think no nonsense mainly effort.
1: because yeah, like not necessarily the best footballer on our team, but the effort but 34 35 year old the way he bombed around the pitch controlled the midfield um again another one always turned up in the big games
0: and we got always, rid of Ben Watson is, the best and player. we kept Ben Watson instead of Prattley really and the
1: year the year we won the playoffs with Bowyer, if Prattley doesn't score against Doncaster we, we're not going to Wembley yeah and well, like that 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 picture is quite iconic in my mind of when he scores he's got a ripped shirt his shirt's sure. like hanging off his neck you can see the rip, and he's running over, giving it large to the upper north. And then at Wembley, I mean, should have been sent off after about 10 minutes, frankly, for because he almost tried to kill Max Powers. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, fantastic. Went to the Championship, and everyone said, oh, he ain't going to cope. We moved him to centre-back. Everyone went, he definitely ain't going to cope. Still one of our best players. Was my player of the year. I voted for him. Very popular with the uh, disciplinary panel as well. I oh, did like a card. He liked a card. He was my player of the year. I think he got second behind Dylan Phillips. Yeah. And I still argue if it wasn't for the fact that Dylan Phillips was homegrown, it would have been Prattley. It should have been Prattley. Mm. Okay.
0: What uh, player? Those are yours. Okay. Uh, mine, I suppose. Difficult. And uh, and mine are uh, really difficult. We'll
1: <laughs> do yours by decade. So one in the 1800s. I could do one in the <laughs> 70s. 1910.
0: The almost. 70s is Derek Hales. Just, just, just not even go anywhere else. It's Derek Hales. Brilliant. The 80s would be Robert Lee. Uh, Robert Lee was just the, one of the classiest players ever to wear a Charlton shirt without a shadow of a doubt and he was classy at Charlton and I'm amazed it took him that, that long before someone came in for him but uh, Newcastle who were uh, below us in the league signed him and finished above us and got promoted under Kevin Keegan uh, and Rob Lee was just class I've always loved and he wasn't the greatest player but for effort Gary Nelson
2: 100
0: and, uh, uh, and, 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 yeah, and, and, and yeah, just, but, okay, from you,
1: there I, I have a feeling Gary, do you have to declare a bit of an interest with Gary Nelson?
0: Uh, in what way?
1: Well, you are friends. Uh,
0: we are now, yeah, but, uh, at the time I wasn't, and I, I actually, absolutely... oh, okay.
1: the... I wasn't sure if that I, was maybe I, coming I, into consideration. No, it wasn't.
0: I was absolutely, although, <laughs> oh, go, yeah, okay, so my top two choices are going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be, say, you're one of oh, the. Okay. You... Yeah.
1: Um so but but Nels, to me was just um comes, by the way, let me call it now Incomes Pauli and Yan.
0: No, because I'm not having Yan.
1: Jacko. Well, you come on. Be, you should I reckon you should be banned from Jacko, Yan and Pauli. It's a bit but, fucking late. Cause, because, uh, no, 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 because a personal reason, you, like, you've like you got a friendship for them. I reckon you should have to name people that you're not friends with. All right,
0: with. but uh, so if I... Oh, actually, you're removing that, but I'm telling you, Paulie, Paulie, because he just gave me the no. best time of no, my life, of and Jacko, because his no. time at Charlton mirrored my time at Charlton, and no. the, and so no, I've got to go elsewhere. Right. you okay.
1: go elsewhere.
0: You fuck knuckle. Um, Right. I'm gonna so my top. I'm gonna to go with Clive Mendonca. I mean, you can't argue with that. I can't argue every with Clive Mendonca. And 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 another one, and it, and it's for effort, uh, being a nice bloke and a brilliant footballer, and one of those signings when we first signed him, you, you thought, really, is he going to improve us? Marcus Bent. No, oh. Keith Jones. Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah, Keith Jones. <laughs> I so, loved Keith Jones. Without Keith Jones, that that team doesn't work. Alongside Kinsella, that team doesn't work. Keith Jones just uh, loved him. And Lee Byrne as well, to be honest, didn't score any. But the amount of players that will tell you how good Lee Byrne was that played with him. So those are mine. Uh, your worst players, fellas. Uh, Dan Finch, you can go first. Worst player you've ever seen. I want, I want you to give me just one name. Maybe two.
1: Jeez, we've had some shite. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think Christophe Lepois. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Was, um, lovingly called Watts Lepois. Yeah. By the Trump fans.
0: Yeah, he's the fucking um, Lepois of him.
1: Apparently, so my, one of my best friends, Joseph, he's got a friend who I think is from Belgium. I think he's Ghent or is it Genk? Genk. I think it's Genk. So Christophe Laporte apparently was this fantastic He's a Belgian Genius player. They loved him. Had played for Gent- I played for Belgium. Was in a horrible car crash. That's the thing. And then Cholton signed him. That's the one. And we signed a footballer who couldn't move around the pitch, looked concerned when a ball was anywhere near him. Just awful, just awful at football.
0: I'll give you Andy Fire in that if you're saying a player no, no, that looks no, awful
1: because Candy
0: can, can no, Fire ran away Andy, from the ball. He hid yeah, from but, the ball.
1: Yeah, but at least he, at least he <laughs> no, he hid from it. the ball. He hid from the ball. I don't care. He touched the ball, Christo- uh, he, Even if it was accidental, at least he touched it. <laughs> um, so Christophe Lap- I mean, I watched him play against Cardiff, and he might be the only player I've ever seen jeered, and I've not felt sorry for him. Yeah. Because normally someone jeers one of your own team. I don't really like. Charlton fans jeered Pavel Abbott once when he scored, and I felt sorry for him.
0: Mm. But, that I did. I remember that vividly because he'd uh, they laughed. He missed. He'd, he'd missed a goal. Uh, he'd missed a uh, sitter earlier on, and and literally the whole stadium was laughing. And I felt I wanted. And I the goal he thought, scored at the
1: <laughs> And then
0: he scored at Weldy, e and yeah. But that was, I think, pretty much his. That was Parkinson's last game, wasn't it? It was a Swindon. Yes, Swindon. It was Swindon. It was because we were chatting with Dean Kiley afterwards, weren't we? Name dropping here.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's two. There's two more. There's one that I isn't a terrible footballer, but was terrible for Mm-hmm. Simon Francis. I've
0: always argued that this Very... is a confidence thing.
1: He was. A, he, I mean, you can't, can't argue he's a good player based off what he did for. Yeah,
0: and I would argue he came to us after being relegated with Southend, and that his confidence was shot. However,
1: as a Tottenham player, sorry, freebie shit, awful. Again, <coughs> another one. Another one that was jeered by the fans. We've told the story on this pop on this podcast before. Yeah. However, he was very bad. Yeah, he was bad. And if us. it was a confidence thing, fine, that happened. It was a confidence thing. That's clear. I think. But. I mean, was terrible for us. But it was clearly But he wasn't thing. the worst. As I said, um, I, I'd probably give it to Christophe Laporte. The other one I really think we should mention, but the last one I'll mention before I hand off is Isle McLeod.
2: <laughs>
1: because uh, the best thing he did was went on to Millwall. Just go and piss off one of our neighbours, please. Don't be here. Yeah. He, I watched him play against Northridge, Victoria, and still look out of place. Yeah. He's impressive. <coughs> okay. And and also you had to pay a fiver to get his autograph. Did you? Yeah. Apparently,
2: yeah. I heard that.
1: Fucking he, he played for so he played for a local side on a Sunday league game not long ago. Yeah. Someone that um someone that I know was there and he yeah, you have to pay for his literature. I'll turn the fuck off.
0: Right, um Dan Gray, what have you got?
2: Worst uh, players
0: to play for Charlton.
2: I'm gonna be controversial and say this. Uh... Oh, hello. <laughs> Mention
1: one uh Cedric Avina.
0: oh Sedi. Oh, yeah down. I
2: mean he wasn't good at football bless he him.
0: wasn't the best but I don't <laughs> think he was the worst no. um, he, I mean he... having a Cedric was nothing to do with the hashtag having a Cedric was nothing to do with his first team performances however it <laughs> was no, more his stupidity is... at training
1: but the problem is he did also have Cedric when he was on the pitch he wasn't the best
0: yeah and <laughs> um, when we lost Royce Wiggins and he was exposed then wasn't it yeah
1: yeah, I didn't think he was awful. Like in terms of some of the shit we've seen, but he was probably the worst player in that squad. Yeah, my he was. Yeah, you're not happy... going to mention.
0: Hang on, Dan, in that squad, you're not going to bring out Bradley Pritchard.
1: No, because again, I've spoken about Pritchard on this podcast before. At least with Pritchard, that the energy, and there was games where maybe we we were lacking a <coughs> bit of oomph about us, and Pritchy. Would got do us his started, thing. And then the quality player and the players with ability would take over. Yeah, okay. I'll
0: give He him sc-
2: did score against Halifax, he
0: scored against and he scuffed the- it and all. And he <laughs> scored against Barnsley, I think. If I'm
1: was he one of the ones he scored against? Yeah, 6 1 he scored against Barnsley. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, Barnsley, the game that Dan was going to go to, it didn't go to, and his mate went Billy, no mates, Luke. Poor Luke, <laughs> Poor Luke on the coach on his own. Billy no mates. But Luke had the last laugh.
1: Just for context, there was three or four of us that signed up to go to Barnes there. We all yes. got tickets. And then three of us had other commitments. Yep. And Luke still went on his tod. So well yep. played, Luke. Well done. <laughs> True challenge fan. And I, you, la- you can laugh at it. Everyone laughed at him. I got but my I got Chum threatened. Fan. I got by, threatened by the
0: Barnsley fans who threatened to slit my throat if uh at, at 2-0 because I was commentating on the game and enjoying it quite a lot. And at half time
1: I know we're friends, The as a podcast, we're friends with Yorkshire because of our link with Victoria. Yeah. They're a bit feisty, those Northerners. Uh, well,
0: yeah, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday fans wanted us to take my head off my shoulders at at, uh, at at Hillsborough on a couple of occasions. Yeah, but with
1: you, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, you just do that.
0: Well no, they deserved it. They were winning 2 0 and they couldn't. I mean Victoria's
1: it. the only maybe the only nice Shuffle Wednesday fan I've ever met.
0: Uh, uh I've interviewed I've I've had Michael Vaughan on the show, so uh,
1: and he was top notch. He was Yeah, but quite, I've heard I've heard what he's done to Rafik and the Yeah, there is guessing, that, yeah. So.
0: But yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Move on. Michael's a, <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah, Yorkshire yeah. Andy Hughes is a Yorkshireman, he's fine. He's pure power. He's pure power. <laughs> pure power. Uh Dan, uh, Dan probably doesn't know about that. What, what we're talking about there—that was—he uh, took over Charlton Live Player of the Year do, and later waste all my co-presenters. Luckily, I was off getting players, so no, I wasn't he did, involved.
1: He, he and it, he, Michael Morrison came over,
0: <laughs> and he
1: was—he was, he was um, <laughs> talking about Michael Morrison's member, my, yeah, private oh. parts. Gotcha.
0: And, he and, said, uh, and he just said
1: pure power. He just said pure power, which was interesting decisions. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. He'd
0: already taken apart the Charlton Lives team's dress sense and
1: it it hilarious. And
0: to be fair, that one particular member deserved everything he got that night. And he never appeared again. He went after that. But, <laughs> did he really? Yeah, no, we never had him back after that, that was it. <laughs> uh, he never came back, really. That was his last. Where did you get song. those bad boys from? <laughs> Took us through them winkle pickers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, bids around the back. And <laughs> <laughs> he's funny as a... So it's, it's down, so uh, we,
1: we've gone way off topic here. It's me so now,
0: Cedric Arena. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we're, we're going to disagree with you there, I'm afraid. Oh, okay. I, don't, I
1: wouldn't necessarily disagree. I
0: don't think... He, I've seen much worse than him, and I've seen some shite. Uh, I'm going to give you... I'll give you mine. One of mine was a loan signing, Mike Small. Uh, you need to Google him. Dan, Google Mike Small. Just do it. That's-
1: I I have Chol- uh, a Cholton fan forum open. Yeah, and Mike more is getting a lot of a lot of comments. So I don't know who he is, but a lot of people seem to agree. He with came
0: him. on loan, I think it was West Ham, and I think he played about four games. And he couldn't get he, he made Josh Parker look talented. Uh, he couldn't get I fucking believe a, that for he's once a striker, oh. and he couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo. He was genuinely shite. Um, the it's other one probably was in his day was a great player. Uh, unfortunately he <laughs> came to Charlton and it, wasn't no, this his, is already... and it wasn't his day and he was on a lot of money and he turned up overweight, overpaid, still managed to score a hat-trick in pre-season against Millwall, so it's not all bad.
1: Oh, was, not the one I thought it was going to be, okay. Once
0: the season started, he was an absolute pile of fucking dross. Jimmy Floyd Hasselwank. I thought you were uh, going to say John Barnes. No, Jimmy Floyd Hasselwank <laughs> was absolute pony for us uh was uh on a on a highest paid player at charlton at the time and did sweet fanny adams for that money and when he left it was like yeah bye see you. uh i i uh, i was asked by um uh uh there was i think it was something like 442 or a website to name my worst Charlton player ever and i said pound for pound because uh, based on the money he was earning jimmy floyd Bank. so those are that. uh and, um...
1: Out of interest, when uh, Russell Slade was not Russell Slade, when Nigel Atkins was moved on,
0: yeah, he shuffled. put
1: himself forward for the Cheltenham job, didn't he?
0: Oh, Jimmy Floyd
1: away Yeah, he said, you know, I, I I used to play there. I'd love to go back. And no, manage. no, no, like, no, That's bollocks. Like, yeah, he didn't play there.
0: Off. You didn't play there. You turned up. You took your wages, and then you fucked off home. You fat bastard. Not a chance. No,
1: there's some honorable mentions. According to, there's some. I disagree with some. Come on, come on, let's give
0: us the honorable mentions that you've seen. The first
1: one is Majid Bulgara.
0: Now, no, no, magic was magic. No, I'm not having that at all. No, he was decent. Go
1: on, and it's Majid, you know, uh, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, go on. David Mooney is in there. Oh, at least he scored. Yeah, well, now again, Ralph Milne. Fat Ralph, um, yeah, he was pants. Alex Ferguson's first signing for Manchester United was Fat Ralph Milne. Um, Marvin
1: Sordell. He's or... fat, he's
0: round, his ass is on the ground, Ralphie Milne. That was the Charlton <laughs> fans sung that to him.
1: Marvin Sordell, or my, as my mum lovingly calls him, Marvin Soddle.
0: No, Marvin Sordell scored a hat-trick against Sheffield Wednesday when we needed it. Don't leave him alone. Move on. Shit. Other than that, he was pants, but he was. Then, having, then he someone, had some his, his someone called on. Lee
1: Byrne Frever has given a list, so he's happy. Come on in, come on in. Gary Rowett uh, paid four in. million, played eight times.
0: Got injured. That was injury. Mark, so
1: Mark McCammon,
0: big lump. Yeah, big lump. Yeah. Cole go on,
1: Cole. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank.
0: Yeah, as I said, and Hasselbank. One,
1: I'm going to set this one up. Go on in, Dan. You want to watch his face when I say this? Okay. Dennis Romadal.
0: Totally agree. Absolutely <laughs> fucking. And I'll tell you why. He did one thing, and he scored against Palace. And then the one thing, you salty little fucker. I know what you've done here. The one thing he said when 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 Cheltenham got relegated, I'm not staying. I'm not playing for the club in the Championship. And my quote at the time was, "You didn't bother in the fucking Premiership, so why should you bother in the Championship? Off you go, you Danish streaker piss. You little salty little shit. You knew that happened." <laughs>
1: This isn't finished, I just enjoyed that one. Yasin Mutakil. No, he wasn't that bad. He fucking was. No, I've, I've seen worse. He was someone who we apparent who apparently chose Cholton over Barcelona.
0: For fuck off, did he? Come on, move on. I wish he chose Barcelona. <laughs> who else? Who else have we got? Yeah. Gary Doherty. Yeah, He was pony. More interested in the nightclubs. More interested in the nightclubs of Essex. That lad, I tell you. He's a footballer, you know. Yeah, he was more interested in the like nightclubs of Essex. Let me tell you.
1: Robbie Musto, I remember him playing for. Her. He wasn't bad. He wasn't awful.
0: No, he wasn't bad. No. Uh,
1: Corey Gibbs, based solely that he was at the club four seasons,
0: And we never saw him play. Never
1: made an appearance. I can, can I give you one that
0: I never rated but Curbs loved? Cause he had him on loan for us at Charlton, and then he took him to West Ham. Jonathan Spectre. <laughs> I never saw the fucking
1: point of him. Yes, the most pointless footballer I've ever seen in my life. Carry on. Trying to think if there's any like weird ones that everyone loved and I thought was shit. Well, it's probably loads.
0: Danny Green, Dan.
1: Oh, Danny Green, yeah, he's shit.
0: But <laughs> Danny you. Green. Is he want... still blocked? You he still blocked on Twitter? Yeah, probably. And can no.
1: you? I oh, know I made a new Twitter account since.
0: Can you? Can you? Can you describe to to Dan how you got blocked by Danny Green? Oh, I'd love to hear this.
1: Oh. I think I I made a comment. Danny Green was playing for Cholton. He's a right winger. Well, playing, a harsh word. <laughs> um, baby Beckham. It, we'd we played a game in a championship, and I tweeted not added him on Twitter. Just put. Danny Green might be the worst person I've ever seen try to attempt to cross. That was Um, it? That was it. And then he blocked me. Wow. Yeah. So after (laughs) after that, uh, this this is where it gets good, though. After that, I changed my Twitter account. So I got a new Twitter, so I was unblocked. So I just tweeted him hi, and he blocked me again. (laughs) So I'd obviously
0: really pissed him off. So do you think I need to set up a new Twitter account just so I can go and tweet uh, Tino Best, <laughs> Stan Collymore? Mind the win, oh Stan Collymore, yeah, <laughs> uh, Tino Best and uh, Stan Collymore, yeah, no, yeah, Stan Collymore, will block me.
1: Daddy I, Green bl- actually has got a mention on this list. i would on it. How's there? How dare you? Have we got? Uh, <laughs> Mikel Alonso. Yeah, fair.
0: Yeah, fair play. Uh, fair play. He was. Uh, he was our owner's signing. Uh, him his and his. brother
1: was very good.
0: His brother was good, but he, I felt sorry for him because he turned up at the Player of the Year at the end of the season. And you could see, he says, why have I got to be here? Seriously. He, and he got and, and I, they read out his name and introduced him and, and he walked down to silence, pretty much. There's a few... <coughs> There's a player
1: on this list that apparently if you slag him off on the internet, he comes after you. Go on, who's Umar Puso. There was a rumour that if someone... A Cholton fan once tweeted about him saying he was shit. He was. And he... He was emailing them. Lots of threats, shall we put it. He's about as much as a fart in the thunderbox. He was crap. Worst ever player, Andy Fy.
0: Yeah, can't argue with that. Um, Post
1: second, Miguel Liera. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, And then this
1: person's got honourable mention, Jimmy Traore. How has he won a Champions League? True story.
0: It's true story. Yeah, Champions League medal. Right, okay. That'll do, I think. I think we've covered that. Dan, It's time. You know what it's time for, don't you? It's, it's time for shithousery we need of to the get a week.
1: shithouse jingle, don't we?
0: I'll, I'll get Bob Lawrence to make us a shithousery well, jingle, we need to shall we? Yeah,
1: shithouse jingle.
0: I'll get Bob Lawrence to make or I'll get one of our presenters here to do it.
1: So, if come you're... up with a
0: script for me, and I'll get it done.
1: We, need to, I think we do it as a group. We need a script for it. It yeah, needs to be a, third, a
0: little 10-second thing to introduce shithouse. Maybe house it's just
1: me. someone reading shit house The definition of shithouse off Google. That would be Bob Lawrence
0: and his, uh, and his uh, Dancing on Ice voice. I think that would be great. Bob Lawrence and his voiceover for Dancing on Ice. That's the voice we need. A shithouse is... I think yeah. that's
1: fucking right up
0: there. I'll, I'll get Bob Lawrence to do it.
1: So, as we've said, we've gone through our... I think we should do a shithouse Hall of Fame as well. Or but,
0: but that's going to come eventually, yeah.
1: So, uh, this week's shithouse... The all-time
0: he... the all-time shit house of fame, whole, Hall of Fame of shithousery... So that'll be you've got to go and find old gold shithouses,
1: then. I think I've, we've got a few boots haven't we, that we've used before? Yeah, there's some the Benfica I mean, ones are one.
0: My favourite is in the South American, uh, in the in the, uh, the, the the what's the big cup competition in South America? The Copa right?
1: Libertadores.
0: It's it was uh, yeah, and they were playing it, and they, the referee gave a dubious penalty, and whilst they were all arguing with the referee on the corner of the box about the penalty, the goalkeeper walked up and scratched out the penalty spot.
2: <laughs> so when they
0: come to take the penalty, there's no penalty spot, so the bloke had out to come on with a paint paint the paint pot. Now whilst he came on with a paint pot, they carried on the argument, the goalkeeper came out again and and uh scratched out the penalty spot. He did it twice before he got a yellow card. It was just brilliant. There I was think- Rivaldo at the World Cup in 2000, when he claimed the Turkish player had kicked a ball at his face when it hit him in the shins, and he went down like a sack of spuds. That's shit, hazzardry. Because player got sent off for that. So,
1: my um, I think so far my favourite from the ones we've mentioned is, as I said before, the American keeper to play 120 minutes without your team having a shot, then you thought you <laughs> yeah, saved the winning it penalty. Was. The and video of that is lap. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> to a lap. lap.
0: Of abusing the of opposition the other
1: friend, fans celebrating fucking genius
0: i still and also um adebayo's goal for man city and then he ran the length of the pitch to celebrate in front of the arsenal fans that he used to play for that's that's up there and uh, gary neville is not not a, not um un, uh, not unused to a little bit of shit when man united played liverpool although robbie fowler against everton scored and then Went along along the nose on the white line, and uh, yeah, and then, But what the real shithouse about this is Gerard Houllier's explanation afterwards as to what he was doing. Everyone knew what he was doing, but and Robbie Fowler. What most houses get up to. Also, Robbie Fowler, Graham Lasso Google it on YouTube, and uh, yes, that's worth that shithousery from Robbie Fowler right there to Graham Lasso. So this week's
1: shithousery oh, is Oh God! Yes, yes, go on. He's... It's a different type of shithousery from the shithousery we used to Go on then This is more a clip that's hilarious Yeah So I, it's a bit of an older one But it's been, I've seen it recently Go on So Sweden are playing an international game Yeah And they're warming up before the game The, the Swedish players are, are going through their warm-ups Yep and as uh, the stadium camera appears, it appears to a, a young Swedish lady.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Kind of what you expect, you know, blonde.
0: Yeah, good so looking. You, the
1: ones in the World Cup that they bit do. Of,
0: bit of prestige going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, when Sweden are in the World Cup, no one watches for the football, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's it,
0: it's also when India playing uh, when um when Bra- Brazil,
1: Brazil. Sorry, I'm I was going to say. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm in India at a World Brazil. Cup. <laughs> whenever Brazil play in the World Cup, they will find the good looking Brazilian girls. Oh yeah,
1: look for always. the Latin Americans.
0: Yes, always. Yeah, carry so on. I, yeah.
1: So when I said at the beginning, um, it's like all men have been done. I found found it was good. So the, the camera is on the woman. Then it spins to Martin Olsen, the former Swansea player. Yeah. And he is standing there doing his warm-up, and you see his mouth go, Whoa. Oh. <laughs> clear as day. He goes, Whoa. and then he notices, he looks up again, that the camera's now on him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so he looks at the camera, winks, and then turns around to carry on his warm-up.
0: <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like uh, it, oh, yeah, it. Well, I like well,
1: it. Well, not necessarily shithousery in the in the natural term, but if you're going to do it, own it. Why not? Right. It. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you very much uh, to Dan Gray. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. Thank you very much uh,
1: for letting uh, me come on. Uh,
0: not a problem. Much. And uh, Finchie? Yes? Let us talk. When are you playing?
1: We're playing on the 11th of February in Whittam Town. Yes. In Essex. And the 30th of January, the Infinity Cup, and then the 30th of January, the team has gone from my head. We do have a game. Okay. Um, it's at Meridian in Chelten. Yes. It's a 7:45 kickoff. How much is it to get in? It's going to be a fiver. All money goes to mind, mind charity. Yeah. Mine charity. Are you uh, going to be wearing your assistant manager's kit? I do have my assistant manager's jumper somewhere. Yeah, so. yeah, that's good. Yeah, so we are. We will way. all be in. We have. We are. We are full kit wankers. Uh, let us talk. Yeah. Yeah, well, and uh, also, while we're on the subject of... Full um, kit wankers? No, not full kit wankers. Of uh, sponsors and people that we're friendly with. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte has agreed to come on the podcast again soon. Uh, Charlotte from Victoria. So Victoria agree,
0: from uh, Her Game from 2. Her Game
1: 2. So and we'll again, a
0: this... message Charlton Athletic. Do the business. Team up with them. Her Game 2 and Charlton Athletic. Make it happen. It needs to happen.
1: and Because uh, there, there is someone in, in the football funders world... That has bought some Her Game Two merchandise. Is he you? So I, I will be wearing some. Some. What have you bought? What have you bought? Okay. I've got a hoodie.
0: I'm pleased to say you've also bought some Patriot merchandise for my Christmas that's, present. We don't but want to talk, talk about doing the Patriot. I'm... It's not what this is. Not... Um, and also, um, proper
1: blokes Club. Uh, so let's do that again.
0: i will let it that bit out because.
1: No, let's keep right. going. Oh, we fucked uh, it now, yeah. Uh, oh, I have now, yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got their details up for because they've announced some new. Um,
0: Proper Blokes Club. Walks, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. we'll go take it from you. Okay, and, and also uh, Proper Blokes Club, our sponsors as well. Dan, they've got some new walks they're already doing. Southwark, each uh, where else are they doing now?
1: Yeah, they're uh, Wandsworth is a new one. Yep. Uh, Wallington. Yep. Finchley, Southwark. They've got one in Bath, if yep. you're in the Bath region. Yeah. Uh, if you're in London. You need to bring a towel for that one. Probably, well played. Again, uh, if, it's, if you're in Greenwich, uh, it's Monday's meet by the cutty start. If Everywhere you're in Woolwich, else, you go on www.theproproblokesclub.gov.uk, yep. it tells you all the locations. Woolwich, I believe, is uh, the. Yes. Uh, and, and and the yeah.
0: idea behind it is you're just walking around with people, You all, all of all just blokes who, who struggle with their mental health and uh, just go for a walk, it works. And uh, yes, they, uh, that that'll and they do are us.
1: making, and also they're on YouTube. If yep. you head over to the YouTube, the main man behind him, who I've forgotten his name, bless him, but he's friends with Ryan, has been documenting some of his recent. He has. Head yep. over there, watch the videos. He's a he's a beautiful human being. We'll he? hopefully
0: get him on the show at some stage, right?
1: I think. Um, yeah, yeah, and of course, you can email them at theproperblokesclub at gmail.com. Uh,
0: thanks very much. Uh, we'll see you again soon. Say goodbye, uh, Finchie. Do one. Uh, goodbye, Dan. Cheerio.